When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I. I'm Melissa Smith, joined by the star of the show, Sam herself. Sam, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Liz. Uh, obviously, it's a... Uh... No, another Friday, Friday morning, but uh, a bit of change of scenery for me. I'm heading to Ipswich today instead of the Sunshine Coast, so hopefully I get in the car and drive the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. You yeah. love Ipswich, though, so that's a good mix-up. Yes, the um, the self-proclaimed queen of Ipswich. Is, yes, you know, so. exactly. Do you, uh, do you walk around telling people that? <laughs> If they ask, certainly. <laughs> Got to pump my own tyres up, right? I love it. I love it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Self-promotion. Yes. We do love that, don't we? <laughs> uh, we'll be talking horse racing for the next half an hour. We've got a very special guest joining us shortly in Apprentice Bailey Wheeler. Yeah, we do. Looking forward to talking to Bailey. He's coming to the Queensland racing scene with, with an ab, like an absolute steam train. He's just riding winners left, right and centre. And he's a great addition to our riding ranks. Um, he's a very professional young man. So it'd be good to pick his brains and and see what this future has in store for him. I want to ask you just quickly a recap of your week because since we last saw you on Friday, uh, you had a bit another busy weekend. I say this every week, but, <laughs> but you're a very busy woman indeed. Uh, you're at the Sunshine Coast on Friday. You had a third place runner there. Yeah. Parisian lady. Yeah, she went super. She Her form hadn't been that great prior to her third placing on Friday night, but she's had a few little um, changes with her shoes. Um, you know, she's had glue-on shoes, I believe, which is almost unheard of um, as opposed to them being nailed to their feet. So it sort of helped her action and she obviously stretched out a lot better and, and ran a really nice placing. And I think off the back of that run, she's probably closer to getting another winner under her belt. What's the idea behind glued instead of nailed on shoes? Well, it's obviously horses that sometimes don't have a lot of hoof wall, mm. which is where the nails attached to right on the outside. There's obviously no feeling in there. It's like the end of your fingernail when it gets long, right? So that's how they, you know, you know, keep the shoes attached to horses' feet normally. Um, they're nailed through that outer hoof wall. Some horses, um, through certain ways that they are, or um, they just don't develop a whole lot of it. So in order to keep shoes on them, um, they've, you know, sort of uh, adapted a way of they can sort of glue them on, um, which is very bizarre. But, I mean, nowadays in age, they can, farriers do amazing jobs with horses' feet. So it seems to have worked the trick with her. Technology yes. is amazing, yes, isn't yes. it? And then on Saturday, you're at Eagle Farm as well, second and third there. And then the Sunshine Coast on the Sunday, a first place runner, Slay Queen. Yes, Slay Queen won by an absolute whisker. Um, little shout out to Albert Bosma, who's the um, uh, manager of the syndicate for Go Racing. He's been a big supporter of mine back home in NZ. He's got horses everywhere over here too. So fantastic to get the job done for him and his crew. Amazing. And this week? Yes, so I managed to get a, another winner home on um, Wednesday. Thursday was obviously quiet. I went and played some golf, actually. So oh, stop it. Lydia Coe at your heart out. <laughs> look out. Um, obviously, Ipswich today, 
I've got six rides tomorrow at Eagle Farm and uh, Sunday races at the Sunny Coast. Beautiful. How good. <laughs> yeah, How good. Good, good. Hey, you mentioned about Bailey earlier. Now, as you say, he has just been riding up a storm recently. Checking out his uh, his stats from the past week, eight race wins. Unreal. Absolutely flying. Huge. Yep. Huge. Let's bring him in now, shall we? Because this is just outstanding. 18 years of age. Eight race wins from the last seven days. Bailey, welcome to Sam's show. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be involved you, obviously. Yeah. And um, all up and um, it's good to be involved. Uh, it's fantastic, Bailey. It's good to see you out there. Obviously, I had a little chat to you a little while ago when you're not long moved here and um, you're apprenticed to Chris Anderson here at Eagle Farm. And, you know, by all accounts, he's a pretty good boss to work for, which I'm sure makes your job easier. And he's given you a lot of support, but you're also in turn repaying him with a lot of success. Yeah, definitely. When I um, obviously moved from New South Wales and come here, I um, need a bit of a kickstart. Chris was nice enough to throw me a bone and, and give me a good kickstart, which which was massive help. Obviously changing from New South Wales to Queensland, obviously I didn't have support. Um, so I needed to build that support and um, get a bit of momentum back. And Chris was obviously good enough to throw me heaps of rods and I was able to get a couple of winners for him, which helped. What was the idea behind moving from New South Wales to Queensland? Um, no, honestly, just all due respect to the provincial apprentices, but I just thought it was probably a bit weaker up here with um, obviously you've got Dylan Gibbons and, you know, a lot of good apprentices in New South Wales. I, I'm not saying I wasn't good enough, but I just thought up here it was probably... Um, I had more of a shot, and I thought my um, opportunities up here were probably a bit better. Where down there, I was riding with you know, riders and better trainers, so it was, it was a lot, probably a bit harder for me. Where I thought my go up here was probably a little bit easier. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. We know it's a pretty um, cutthroat sort of industry down in New South Wales. I talked to my cousin Alicia, who's down there riding all the time. She said it's so hard to break in, but you've broken in up here with an absolute flyer and you're getting a lot of support from you the likes of Stuart Kendrick and people like that at the sunny coast as well um you know what are your goals you're obviously not riding in town on a Saturday just yet I talked to you not that long ago about sort of where your plans were going forward and you're happy with the momentum you've got you we sort of see you mainly at the Gold Coast on a Saturday and obviously during the week um at Ipswich and the sunny coast and places like that so how do you see you know, the thing's going well for you now. Um, the trajectory you get going forward from this and um, like how long you sort of keep doing what you're doing before you step up into riding to our metro ranks on a Saturday. Yeah, I obviously I was very well managed with Chris Lee's through the country circuit. And I, I rode a lot of winners in the country and Chris didn't allow me to ride at the provincials for a fair while, probably till I rode 60 odd winners. So I was very well managed there and I still have my three kilos when I come up here and it's starting to go pretty quick and starting to dwindle away. But as you said, if I keep this momentum up and just keep riding winners, there's no real set goal yet. Just to obviously keep riding winners, as I said, and that's really my goal. 18 years of age, your first ride was 2021. Now, when was the moment that you wanted to become a jockey? Uh, well, forever, really. Like, I was always dreamed of being a jockey. I never really thought it happened. I obviously I was riding X race horses when I was about fourteen, fifteen and Chris Lees was nice enough to let me ride track work for him and then eight months down the track from then I was able to ride a trial and then sooner rather than later I had my first race ride for him and 
it come all very quick actually. Like I didn't expect it to to happen, as I said, and then it came. It happened really quick, and then I started to get a bit of momentum riding a couple of country winners, and it's very exciting, really. Like from coming from just a little tanny grass and you know going to school a couple of times a week, not not very enjoying it. The riding, you know, very few country winners and getting good support from Chris Lee. So that was very good early days. Yeah, it's quite strange that, so have you got, were your family involved in racing? So I know for me, right, it was a sort of an easy option because mum and dad always heavily involved in racing. But we've also talked to a lot of people that have had absolutely no background from their Mm. family in racing. So tell us your story about your parents and, and like, you know, obviously if they're not in racing, are they really supportive of you or do they take a little bit to come around? Yeah, so my old man, he rode as an apprentice and was quite heavy, but he rode up here and he rode a lot for Scott Morrissey and John Wallace and he actually went around Australia with shootouts. So he um, he obviously is in racing and now he has a couple of horses in work at Coffs Harbour. So he's been in racing for a long, long time and obviously that's where I wanted to be jockey from him. I was always stuck in the blood. You know, I always was going to be a jockey no matter what. I just never thought it'd really come around. My mum, she worked in a stable as a no, most of now she she doesn't really work in racing anymore. She's on the outside of it. My nan, you know, people that are really close to me, that she's not really in it. She, you know, she's always just done her own little thing. But I, I, I it's just basically my old man and my pop. They got me into it, and they're the people that really, um, I suppose, put me in the racing industry and gave me you know, good opportunities to to do it and ride for Chris Lee, which obviously that was. My old man, he, um, you know, got me in with Chris Lee. So that's probably a massive thanks to him, really, um, getting me in with him. And that's where it all started. Yeah, I suppose if your old man's anything like my old man, he thinks he's an expert on horses and is constantly <laughs> giving me a bake for my rides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keeping us on our toes, no, right? No. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Got, well, to, got to keep our heads down. Yeah, we wouldn't have it any other way. My dad always used to say to me, you're only as good as your last ride, so don't ever forget that. So I try and make everyone yeah, my last exactly, ride's yeah. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bailey, do you have any, like, sort of pre-race little, um, like, rituals that you do? Like, I don't know, for myself, I'm a strange kid. I'll always unpack all my bag in the same order and hang everything up in the same way. And then I have, like, you know, I'll go and do my scratchings and things like that in a certain order. Yeah. Do you have anything like that? Yeah. So normally morning of the race, I normally obviously go to track work. And, but in terms of packing the race, like, oh, I really never – like people use my gear I'm very set on how I do it and um, obviously yeah like I don't so I have just a set routine I normally go for a walk when I get home and then um, I normally go buy a newspaper do my scratchings and do a lot of form and and I normally call my old man before the race and, and he goes to the races with me and we just walk through that but uh, yeah that's yeah, normally my race routine of a morning and um, he my old man obviously he drills me and makes me do a lot of form and a lot of replays and um, he's good like that so that's also good how good is that I love that 18 years of age buying the newspaper, newspaper. that's, that's almost awesome. unheard of right that's so good that is so <laughs> yeah. good your dad's rubbing off on you I reckon hey I want to talk to you about this past week eight race wins three on Friday three on Saturday two on Sunday now cleaning up yeah. this was an <laughs> unbelievable weekend for you yeah it's just good when luck falls your way and obviously no, Sammy, when everything falls your way and everything works out, it, it's always good. But obviously had good rides and, and um, when the momentum kept up on Friday night, it was good to keep the momentum going for the weekend. And unfortunately, I got suspended, so I'm out this weekend. But 
good to go out on an up and enjoy the weekend this weekend. But as I said, it's good when momentum happens. It's just unfortunate to stop this weekend. But yeah, when everything goes your way and pans out, it's always good to enjoy the good times because it seems to change quite quickly. Sometimes you have, you have a bad run, but when the good times happen, you really feel it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, racing is, like I say to many people, a fantastic level. You can be right on top one day and you can be at the bottom of the rubbish heap the next day. So you've you <laughs> yeah, really correct. just got to enjoy, um, like you say, that time. But, but a bit of time for reflection while you're suspended. Are you going to take a little bit of time off just to, like for you? Because like, for me, it's quite important to try and find that little bit of balance. And you being an apprentice doing a lot more um, early morning track work than me, um, is Chris sort of like have the opinion you should take a little bit of time off for yourself while you're having this break? Yeah, so Chris is nice enough to give me the Saturday afternoon and Sunday off. So I'm actually going to the Gold Coast um, with my girlfriend and we're going to obviously go and just... We've got a nice um, hotel room in the Gold Coast and we'll go, go there for the weekend and have a nice dinner and, and do those little things that you got to do just to refresh the brain and then I'll be back in it. I'm actually riding at Warwick on Tuesday, so... That'd, that'd be interesting. Warwick? Oh, I think I actually might be riding there, so I have to see you around the trips. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Um, I, I want to ask you about your ride that you had on Friday, Fat Fingers, the Kiwi horse, because Sam rode that horse not too long ago. Do you both share notes? He's pinching my rides. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you compare notes? Do you uh, share all, notes? All, all she just said was, it's very small. <laughs> <laughs> It is it's a very small horse with a big heart, but um, I did watch a couple of replays, and she's just the sort of horse that, if everything goes away, she has a very big motor. She has a, has a really electric sort of foot for a furlong, and I did actually make a long sustained run. It wasn't ideal, but everything, obviously, when luck was in your way, she was able to dig deep and get, get the chocolate. So that was good, obviously, and then the momentum kept going through the night, and I was able to ride another winner for Stuart Kenrick, and and a winner for the boss. So, yeah, as I said, it's just good when momentum keeps up and um, everything goes your way. Have you found, Bailey, like the – are there many differences in the riding, like the way the races are ridden sort of here as opposed to down in New South Wales? Yeah, 100%. So, in New South Wales, I suppose races are probably a bit more truly run. Or, you know, it's either one or the other up here, I suppose. They they, they can really run along here. And now um, them 800 metre race, I'm still getting used to because I get left behind half the time. Cause it's, <laughs> obviously, there's a 900 metre race at Newcastle, but still a bit different than 800 Ips, which they really run along. So, yeah, I'm still getting used to it. I'm still learning how everyone rides up here. Obviously, you get your certain jockeys, how they ride and how they read a race. And I'm still obviously learning all those little things. But, um, yeah, as I said, it's, it, is, it is different, but I'm slightly getting there. I think you're getting the hang of it pretty well, if yeah. you ask me. <laughs> um, who have you sort of modelled yourself on? Because, like, I remember watching you ride before I, you know, had a chance to really know who you were, and I thought, Jesus, kid's stylish. Like, he's one of, like, for someone who's a, a A3 apprentice, like, I thought, geez, he rides, you know, a lot tidier and sharper than some of these other boys that when girls up here, you know. So is there any, like, someone you've actually modelled yourself off? Yeah, so Zach Burton's actually my godfather, so... I um, talk to him quite a lot, and that's who I've modelled myself off. Obviously, I don't look quite as good as him, but I um, he drills me with how I look and how I ride, and it goes for a couple of my replays. That's always good. So, yeah, he's obviously who I look up to, and for a long time I've spoken to him about little things, and he always gives me my shoulder. When I ride three winners, he'll talk about the one that I saw. So that's always good. Keeps me level-headed. <laughs> well, if you're going to have someone, you know, be your mentor, geez Louise. 
Zach Burton. Yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> I wonder if I could get him to be my godfather and he yeah. can help me out too. Does <laughs> he want to take someone else on? <laughs> yeah, no, it's always good. It's a massive help for me. Hey, Bailey, thank you so much for your time and thanks for joining us on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. It's been a pleasure. Congratulations on the weekend and, and all the best with your career as well. Yeah, enjoy your time off thank too. You Make much. the most of it. Yeah, I will. I'll have a good time. Have a good dinner. Good on yeah, you. Enjoy. Thanks, Bailey. <laughs> Bailey Wheeler there, an apprentice jockey from New South Wales, now up here in Queensland, a superstar in the making. Lovely young kid. Very, he's like an old man, maybe 18 yeah, years is. old. If I spoke like that when I was 18 years old, I would probably not be riding horses. I'd yeah. be getting a paid job doing public speaking, I well, reckon. Well, I reckon as well. And he's buying the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, he's all over it, isn't he? Hey, we'll stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Coming up after the break, we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action can continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I are bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, a quick recap where we can see you riding this weekend. I'll be at Ipswich uh, today, later on. I've only got a couple of rides there. They've got 10 races there. That's unreal. Unreal. Long day. Long yeah. day for the kids. So you're, you're riding for Chris Waller and Marcus Wilson. Uh, yes, I am. Indeed, Marcus. I must have a fantastic strike rate for Marcus. I feel like yeah. every horse I've sat on for his lately for him lately has won. So hopefully Amazing. later on today is no different. Obviously, Chris Waller needs no introduction. Yes. Big supporter of mine. I've got a couple of rides from also um, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh Lovely esteem and Kapengi both should be, you know, right up there. Um, yeah, I, hopefully they both win. Fingers crossed. Yeah, at Eagle Farm as yes. well. Oh, how good is that? Okay, well, racing does continue this afternoon, as you mentioned, at Ipswich, the Queen of Ipswich. And then on Saturday, Eagle Farm, Aquas Park, Gold Coast, Toowoomba. There's a night meet there in the country. Racing is at Innisfail. And Springshaw and Bundaberg as well. And then on Sunday at the sunny coast. The sunny coast where it's always sunny. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, just a little bit of race meeting news as well. The Toowoomba Turf Club Barrier Trials have been transferred from Tuesday, April 4 to Monday, April 3. Third, so just a heads up just if you're a, headed there. Yeah, trick people. Make yeah, sure you don't <laughs> turn up on the wrong swap day. Swap things around, and also <laughs> the Mount Isa Race Club uh, race meeting scheduled for Saturday, March 11. So tomorrow being postponed to Saturday, March 18, due to the weather as well. Yeah, the weather's been playing havoc with a few of those places. Obviously, the heat and the rain. Yeah, they um, reckon more than 80 mils in 48 hours. Madness. I had a friend of mine who's down in Sydney, and she was saying they had a 40 degree day down there. That's Absolutely. Wow. Mind-blowing. That's extremely warm, isn't it? And a feel-good story as well. Uh, teenager Savannah McCann, this Saturday afternoon, will have her first ride. She's a lovely girl. I've had a little bit to do with Savannah. She obviously is indentured to Chris Muntz. Um, like she said she's been doing really well, getting all her barrier practice in, so it would be great to see her out on the track and hopefully kicking home a few winners too. Yeah, fingers crossed about that one. And just quickly as well, the Archer uh, meeting is set to make history Later on this year, uh, $1 million race day. Ooh, 
I know. Cha-ching. Lots of money on the line <laughs> if you are headed there. Uh, thanks so much for joining Sam and I for the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collard Track. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing. Yeah.